my wonderful friends, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. It's our privilege to welcome you today, particularly for a special time, special season, and uh, I hope that you'll stay with us for the whole hour, because this is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. And where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. During this uh, time, we'll love to have you with us also if it's uh, possible. And also we will give you a very nice book a little bit uh, later. That's what I'm giving you the number from the beginning where you can write us a text message. And the number is 048 Please send us a text message there when uh, we'll ask also uh, again when we'll talk about the offer which we have for today because it's a special book for special occasion. I would like to welcome our co-host today, Tracy Papandreou. Good to have you with us, Tracy. Hi, Nick, and hi to all the listeners. And I just want to wish all of our listeners um, uh, just a, a wonderful, peaceful season as we celebrate the birth of Christ. Maybe you tune uh, for the first time. Um, you may not. No, Tracy. Tracy is a member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in Adelaide for Brighton Church. But for those of you who are our um, faithful listeners, you'll know Tracy. She comes with us every Friday. And thank you, Tracy, for making uh, this possible. You know, I mean, you you put some time aside uh, just for this purpose. But look, uh, today it's something special. And um, the whole world actually awaits this season even people who are not Christians, they don't have to do anything with uh, Christ. But uh, Christianity in particular, uh, celebrating uh, the birth of Jesus, Christmas. Now, I, w- I want to put a um, disclaimer right from the beginning, you know, um, personally, I'm talking about myself at this stage, but uh, even our church in general, you know, we are not necessarily uh, celebrating or believing in Christmas in a way uh, other traditional churches do because we know that uh, the birth of Jesus was not on this date, you know, it was not on no, December it's not 20, on the 25th of December. Of December. And, and how do we know that, Nick? And you know, uh, there is in the Bible, there are some uh, portions in the Bible where describes the season when Jesus was born. And um, even if you look, you know, we are here in the southern uh, hemisphere, but I grew up in the northern hemisphere and we are very clear on that, that Jesus was not born um, on this uh, on this date. Uh, now, saying that, also we know from history that um, this date was kind of borrowed from um, paganism. Mm. It was a feast or a festival for pagan worship. Um, now, the reason I'm saying all these things is because uh, I believe we need to remember Jesus every day. I think we need to celebrate the birth of Jesus every day uh, and to be thankful that Jesus came on this earth for us all. Now, I want to say also that uh, the Bible doesn't say anything in regard to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Yes. And Jesus particularly didn't talk about this to say, hey, remember uh, my uh, birthday and please uh, celebrate it and have mm. a, a good time. Uh, no, actually there is... There are a couple of things which Jesus said, but one of the things which is very important, which Jesus mentioned in the Bible, it says, remember, when you remember me, 
and he was talking about the um, communion, the supper, because Jesus says, every time when you do this, you know, sharing the blood, uh, which represents through the, through the wine and the, to the bread, you know, the body of Jesus, you do this in remembrance of me. Mm. That's pretty much the strongest and the only time when Jesus speaks about that to, to remember him. Now, uh, the, can the, I make a point? Sure. Um, as much as we recognize that the 25th of December is not Christ's birthday and, um, we recognize that we should be, you know, um, remembering him all the time and remembering him specially through communion. I think it's good for Christians to take advantage of the fact that the world is Christmas crazy mm-hmm. uh, around this time of the year and and use our influence to help people to remember what the reason for the season is. So I actually don't have a problem with December is when we mm. focus on on the world focuses mm. on Christmas and and everything. Unfortunately, there's a lot of pagan stuff that even Christians get involved in. But I actually think it's a great opportunity for Christians to be able to bring to the remembrance of others that actually. Are you thinking about what the real reason for this season is? I'm glad that you mentioned that, uh, Tracy, because as you said, that we as Christians, you know, this is indeed a great opportunity to talk more and to link or to connect with each other. Because in uh, my uh, upbringing, uh, Christmas was very traditional. What that means, a lot of people look forward for this time of festivals, I mean, to eat good food, to drink yes. a lots of drinks and to spend time together and was not much about uh, Jesus uh, yes. uh, and his motive yes. of coming on this earth. Yes, yes. And that's what, I'm, uh, what you just said here. It's wonderful because we should really celebrate the real thing, what the Bible tells, because this was a, a, even back over 2000 years ago, that was an amazing event. And yes. uh, some people were not prepared, but some people were prepared. And so even some people came from far away to see the, the birth of Jesus, to, to see the, the baby, which means that we need to, to understand and bring it alive. Yes. All those stories of the Bible. Yes. The only thing I mentioned a bit earlier that uh, these days, uh, a lot of people who don't have anything to do with Christianity, they celebrate Christmas or, you know. No, I've got a girlfriend in Italy, very close girlfriend. I sometimes think it's bizarre that God brought us together. Uh, she's a full on atheist. When I was at Christian conferences, she was at atheist conferences and she loves Christmas. She absolutely loves Christmas. And I have said to her, can you tell me what you're celebrating actually? Because I know that you don't believe in God. So what are you celebrating? And and it kind of, like you were saying, Nick, it's kind of they like that there are these traditions mm-hmm. that, that are done at the end of the year kind of thing. Um, and that's what they're looking forward to. So it, it really is interesting, you know, that so much of the world focuses on this time, but unfortunately so much of it is actually, I mean, even in the name of it, 
Christmas, mm, Christmas, mm. you know. But but even you know, uh, it, it's so so much of Christ is is forgotten. I think that leads really well into something that I would like to share. Absolutely. And just before uh, you go into that, uh, Tracy, um, uh, yeah, all this, um, you know, discussion be- before we going into a little bit of uh, yes. uh, sharing about this time, um, it became also unfortunately very commercial. Yes. You know, and uh, th- that's another thing which can spoil the real meaning of uh, of the birth of Jesus and the the intrupation of God, you know, the, the son of God to come on earth for us because this is because of our condition, sinful nature, sinful people. And Jesus came particularly for this uh, reason to sort out things. Our eyes are focused on, on, you know, things that they shouldn't be focused on. In, instead, you know, and you know, the marketers have had a, a field day with us, making us think that we need to have certain things in order to enjoy life. And you know, I gave up, you know, doing lots of presents with people years and years and years ago. And I just say to people who who may have a little bit of a different view, I just say, well. Birthdays are what I will focus on rather than Christmas because that's my way mm. of not getting caught up in that whole consumer thing. But I can remember years ago, as many people do, they're run ragged trying to get, what will I get this person mm. for mm. Christmas? And, you know, if you've ever been in sh- department stores on Christmas Eve, you know, I managed to be so, so I organized myself a couple of times that, that years ago that it was like this. And you kind of look into the faces mm. of everybody and you're all kind of going, yeah, we're, we're hoping we're going to get there, you know, <laughs> because there's been this, you know, this running race to kind of get all the gifts. Yeah. And I'm so glad that, you know, that's in the past for me. Yeah, now I know you have uh, something special to share with us there. Yes. But how would you like to just uh, have a short break first? Sure. We'll, uh, we'll play one of these, um, you you know, uh, seasonal songs. Yes. And uh, we'll come back uh, with you in a minute. Please stay sure. with us. Don't go anywhere. This is Faith FM Drive Time. Big Q&A. A night cold and clear Where angels appear And shepherds Behold such a beautiful sight And hear as they sing The praise of a king Who's born somewhere in the night Wise men will spy a star in the sky with gifts they will come in search of the holy one peace be on earth to honor the birth of the king somewhere in the
the story and he'd rejoice, celebrate the heavenly meal. May peace be on earth to honor the birth of a king somewhere in the Welcome back. This is Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Nikrita and Tracy Papandreou. Tracy, just before uh, the break, we were talking uh, about uh, this season and uh, Christmas and how people are celebrating. But right now, before we continue, I would like you to talk uh, to us a little bit about the book, the offer which we have for today. Mm. And that's a wonderful book called Advent. And um, for this book, if you like to have it in your hands, you just need to send a text message with the code SA29. Please share with us about the book, uh, Tracy. Yes, so as you said, it's Advent and the author is Nathan Brown. And the byline of the book is Hearing the Good News in the story of Jesus' birth. And I've read this, Nick, myself, and it's just um, a, a lovely retelling of um, aspects of Jesus' birth. Um, and it does it in a real modern kind of way, mm-hmm. helping you to kind of put yourself in the picture and, and kind of think about um, what his birth actually means for you. And, and the synopsis here is something happened. Something happened that was so significant that every year we pause and sing songs about it, share gifts with each other and retell the story. Something happened that changed everything. Something good. When a child is born, it's natural for parents to be in awe, wondering who their precious baby will grow up to be. But the birth of Jesus also created a transcendent wonder that has echoed down to us through the years. Wonder because of who he already was. And it says here, whether you choose to read them during the Christmas season, all of these different chapters, or throughout the year, these 31 reflections explore why Jesus came and offered hope, and it offers hope that is practical, transformative, and ultimately good news for all people. And as I said, I read that, um, and I did that actually last Christmas, so I was very blessed by that. Wonderful. You just need to send us a text message to zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one with the code SA29. And the book is yours. Just before the break, uh, Tracy, you were very keen to share with us something beautiful there. Please just uh, do that right now. Yeah, we were talking just before the break about, <laughs> I was talking about how crazy this period can be where people get so um, overwhelmed at times by all of the gift giving and everything that's involved. It, it becomes such a consumeristic um Time, uh, So I just want to share, now it's obviously imaginary, but this is a letter from Jesus about Christmas. And here's what he has to say. We're almost there. Soon it will be my birthday again. And we know it's not mm. necessarily the 25th, but I believe I'm the only one for whom 
You couldn't give a surprise party. The preparations for the festivities start happening a month early in all, in all the world. Streets are illuminated and the trees are decorated. And you can even see scenes of my birth represented with little statues in nativity scenes. Also this year, that's all happening again. And it's lovely to think that at least for this short time of the year, someone is thinking of me. Or at least, I hope that's what it is. Then coming down to take a look around, I actually see heaps of people running around buying things. But none of the gifts that people buy for Christmas are for me. But does that seem right to you? How would you feel if, to celebrate your birthday, everyone exchanged gifts with each other, but there was nothing for you? The person whose birthday is supposed to be being celebrated. If only there was one, perhaps. And yet that's how it is, and it happens like this every year. Everyone speaks about my birthday without even using my name. Everyone talks about the festivities, but of me, nothing. Everyone celebrates the day of my birthday, but they don't celebrate me. Mm. And I'm not even invited to celebrate my birthday. Just last year, I entered into the house of someone who hadn't invited me. I entered silently, and I just quietly stood in a corner to observe. They were eating all the wonders that come from the hand of the Father. They laughed and they joked. At midnight, then, there entered a man with a red outfit and a big white beard. The children ran to him with arms wide open, saying, Santa Claus! And he was present at all of the festivities. Yes, it's easy to bring gifts on a sleigh guided by reindeer, but try the experience of Golgotha, in pain with people spitting on you and centurions whipping you. Basically, in that house, it was as if I didn't exist, and it's like that in many houses. Every year that passes, there are more and more Christmas festivities, with the one who is supposed to be being celebrated not even invited. So you know what I'm going to do? Mm. I'm going to hold my own celebration, an incredible celebration in which everyone will feel like they're in seventh heaven, a celebration that won't ever conclude. And I want you to be there. Today I'm sending you my invitation, and it's important because whoever doesn't respond will remain outside. I've already written down your name. You will sit next to me. The only thing to do is accept my invitation. I came to this world more than 2,000 years ago to give my life for you. For you I went to the cross to save you. If you accept my sacrifice, accept my invitation, allow me to enter into your heart. I'm at the door and I'm knocking at the door. Open the door to me and accept my invitation. You will be the guest of honour with me. What do you say? Mm. Let's do Christmas together. That's wonderful. Um, uh, yeah, beautiful uh, written uh, words there. And he, as you just said, uh, it makes sense, you know, when you pause for a moment and look back what uh, uh, Christmas means. And um, we said a little bit earlier that even the word uh, used, you know, Christ Mass, probably mm. that's from, from where it comes. And it reminds me of what Jesus says in Revelation um, 3, verse 20. It says, Behold, I'm at the door. I'm knocking because he wanted to mass with us. You know, and he says, if you open the door, 
I will come in mm. and I will dine with you and you with me. You know, this is a relationship. This is something which Jesus wants to be part of it, not just us celebrating here and have a great time and totally forgetting about Jesus and his care for us all and uh, his mercy which he shows. I think that was wonderful, you know, what uh, through those words. And, uh, um, you know, there are many, many reasons why uh, people are celebrating uh, Christmas these days. And we mentioned some of them. Uh, but I wonder if we can pause for a moment right now. Right now on this uh, um, day, when the preparation is so big and I can imagine now even the three wise men, you know, rushing to, to get there where the star was shining, you know, to get to the place. And of course, when Jesus was born, uh, many people at that day, they didn't recognize mm. that time except few shepherds, you know, and, and uh, amazing, amazing gathering of angels. Yes. They were the ones who knew what's going to happen yes. and what's happening. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's my uh, kind of uh, hope and wish that these days will remember a little bit more of those things. Maybe go into the Bible and, and read again that story of Jesus' birth and what happens around that time. And then see how you realize mm. with the things you do. Nick, I think we have to, as Christians, begin to deliberately set time aside, deliberately, you know, do things differently than the rest of of how the world is doing it. I myself, after finding this particular Reading it really made me stop and think. So I'd already decided I wasn't going to get caught up in the consumer consumer thing, but I myself decided that I was going to make a tradition mm. that every December I was going to give God a certain gift of some kind, right. whether that be uh, additional service, whether that be uh, additional help for the church for for to proclaim the word mm-hmm. um, but I made uh, when I first came upon this reading and it really hit me and I thought yeah that's right we all give each other gifts what gift am I giving God mm. you know to celebrate his his birth that's uh, wonderful so so yeah I think we just as Christians have to begin to think deliberately. Um, and, and very much being intentional about not allowing ourselves to get drawn into the way that the world wants to mm. celebrate Christmas. Look, uh, God gave the most amazing gift exactly. in Christ, you know, giving his son for us. And when we think about the gift associating his life, and death. Yes. With that, uh, when you think as a gift, may now, doesn't sound that nice, you know, because you, what was that a gift? Somebody to die for you? But you know what? That's how much God he loves gave us. us. life, actually, exactly. because we would have died otherwise. Exactly. But that's how much God loved us that he gave that amazing gift for us. And we are saved, not because of anything else, what we can do, even as you just mentioned, Tracy, we can put ourselves to the service of God and other things. The only reason we are saved is because of the grace of God. Absolutely. And, because and you bring to my mind John 3.16. 
you know, when we say that, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have our everlasting life. Yeah. He gave us the gift of life. Amen for that. And um, that's what we like um, you, uh, listener, to experience today, to experience that beautiful gift in your life and to pause for a moment, as Tracy just said a bit earlier, and maybe think, what can you do for God, for Christ, you know? And uh, it's interesting because when you receive a gift, it's always nice, yeah? It, we're always waiting. Even now, adults, you know, children, not to to say uh, <laughs> how much they expect, you know, uh, gifts. But even we, we like gifts. But when you receive a gift, immediately you're thinking, how can you maybe give someone a little gift also, you know, or, mm-hmm. or maybe, uh, even to the same person, you know, mm-hmm. who, who gave you a gift. You, you think immediately, you know, you don't just take the gift, um, selfishly. Maybe there are people <laughs> to do that by probably, but, uh, uh, generally, I think yes. that's the, the inclination of uh, ourselves to think, oh, what I can do in return. Yes. And it's also lovely for the relationship. You know, I find if somebody gives me a gift and I can tell they've really thought, about who I am and what I might like and that kind of thing, that really does wonders for the relationship because I realized how much I'm loved and it makes me question, am I giving as much to this relationship? Mm. Which, you know, that's the same with, with our relationship with God. You know, our salvation has nothing to do with what we do, but the, the richness of the relationship has to do with how much we allow ourselves to be completely open to that relationship. Absolutely. I'm going to take another break here because we'd like to play some of these nice songs. And uh, I wonder if you heard about uh, this one. Um, Mary, did you know? Uh, I love that song. Sang by uh, Mer- uh, Merlita and uh, beautiful one. Please stay with us. This is Fate FM, Drive Time BQNA, and we'll be back shortly. Did you know that your baby boy would someday walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you
your baby boy is Lord of all creation. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day rule the nations? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect land? A sleeping child you're holding is the Wonderful song. Welcome back to Faith FM with Nick Rita and uh, Tracy Papandreou. I wonder, I wonder if uh, Mary uh, really uh, knew what she was, uh, you know, going in. Uh, of course, she had expectation because of the promise of God and she was a bit, very faithful, faithful lady, you know, with all the context, you know, what, how this happened, you know. Did she really understand what was ahead? Yes, yes. But look, uh, hey, even Jesus said to her uh, a couple of times, uh, even using that word woman, which was respectfully, you know, to say Mm. woman, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's not my time or uh, Mm -hmm. um, all those things. But again, I like to um, talk a little bit about this book, which we give it away uh, today. And this book is called... Advent, very um, appropriate for this time because it talks about the life of Jesus and this season, how uh, people are just rushing, you know, uh, through and fro for, for all sorts of things. And, and I'm just reading a couple of um, passages here from the book. Um, and this will be yours. Just be prepared to send us a text message on zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one with the code SA29. Uh, it says here, it is easy to be distracted by the cultural expectation and excess of the season. It is easy to be busy with events and to-do lists and to be stressed about arguments and dynamics of family gatherings. It is easy to think we have heard the story of Jesus' birth countless times before or to dismiss it as it uh, it were merely another fairy story. You know, we, we tell children uh, many times, you know, uh, things like that, and associated with this even, Santa Claus things mm. and all, all those things. Mm. I have experienced, uh, the author says, many of these things and have had more than a few. Those moments uh, in response uh, to the familial, social, commercial, and religious expectation of looming Christmas. But in many experiences, something invariably happens as most of these pressures begin to subside. We arrived at a few days before Christmas and we slow our pace a little. Or even among these um, moments or other things, we take a few few moments to to get back to the story itself you know i know people are talking a little bit more in these days about uh, um, christmas and of jesus because it's associated with the birth of jesus now as you pointed out tracy before the break um that there are 
many motives and reasons uh, why uh, the busyness of these days. But we want to encourage again ourselves mm-hmm. and the listener that we may pause, that we may even read the story of the birth of Jesus. We may contemplate of the meaning of his birth mm. and probably stop uh, of, of rushing mm. too much on all the to-do list, you know, as, as Nathan says in, in his book. I would like to also challenge the listeners, if they haven't already done it, to think about a tradition that they and their family can maybe establish of deliberately bringing the focus of Christ stronger into um, the time of celebrating Christmas. Wonderful. Tracy, Scripture contains many promises of many more gifts, and we will keep talking of, of gifts. But would you like to share and mention some of the yeah. uh, gifts which the Bible uh, speaks about? Well, we talked about previously, you know, in John 3.16, that amazing gift that we get the gift of everlasting life for those who are prepared to accept the gift that's that's on offer. You know, any gift can be held out, but you have to actually accept it. And I would also like to say that the amazing gift that we've also been given is scripture. Mm. Because it's our it's our guiding path, you know, it's a light to our to our feet. Uh, without scripture we would easily be tossed about by the the winds of whim, let's say, of society, you know, so many things, you know, were being desensitized to things that that wouldn't have been acceptable in the years past. So the scripture is our is a great gift that is our great guide. And I have quoted this scripture quite a bit throughout the year, and I'd like to um, quote it again, which is 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So, you know, that is just one amazing gift that we have access to every day. How much we take up that gift is only up to us, you know. Um, and so. w- while you're mentioning that uh, passage, and I remember, yes, uh, during the time together here, we, we quote that uh, passage quite a bit. And do you know what I mentioned about, um, do you remember what I said some other times about Second uh, Timothy? I think you, uh, what I think you're going to say is that we've got, John 3.16, which talks about the gift of, you know, the everlasting life, you know. Yes. God loved, uh, God loved us so much that he gave the gift of his son. And then in 2 Timothy 3.16, we get the scripture. So it's almost like we get the gift of salvation in John 3.16. In the, in the person of Jesus in Christ. The person of Jesus and you have Christ. here the Bible, which is uh, God's love letter, if you like, given to us also to have daily. Exactly. As, as a spiritual food. And what I said also that it's easy to remember these things because yes. it's 3.16, you know? Yes. John 3.16, 2 Timothy 3.16. Yes. And it's, uh, they married very well together. <laughs> yes. And I didn't know that at all until we started, you know, and we, we came upon that and, oh goodness, that's a, Hopefully, easy way to, re- to, to remember. remember that. So I think that's a, the 
the two sides of the you know we've we've got the the salvation gift in the body of Jesus and even John talks you know at the a beginning of um John he talks about Jesus being the word you know and and so as you say you know the the scripture is our daily bread is our daily taking up of of the body of of Jesus so that's just an amazing gift which I am so 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 thankful for but in scripture we have so many further promises i think about um Matthew 11:28 to 29 Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. You know, when you come to Jesus and you surrender your life over to him, it doesn't mean that we're never going to have any troubles. Actually, sometimes it means we'll have more because the the enemy is not, not too happy about that. But we can have a supernatural rest deep inside, if you like, in the knowing that God's got my back. God knows what he's doing. He knows my needs. Um, He loves me. He loves me more than I could imagine. And having that confidence and that faith, that's where that rest comes from. And that's what I believe this text is about, Um, giving all your burdens over to, to God and leaving him to fight the battle for you. And that's where that rest comes from. So that's an amazing promise that we have. Also, too, you know, knowing that it's not us uh, working out our salvation as much as when we come to God, Mm. that transformation of spirit which takes place thanks to the Holy Spirit causes us to change and want to do good things but just knowing that it's not down to you know I've I've got to do all of this stuff in order to earn gold stars in, mm. in heaven you know mm. that gives rest as all I think of 2 Corinthians 12 9 to 10 he talks about grace but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in and I'm going to put your Weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. This is Paul speaking. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. Yes, this is, this is Paul. <laughs> this is Paul talking. Many of us have not had to walk the, the difficult path that he has, that he walked. Um, but he said, for when I am weak, then I am strong. You know, so, um, so that's another wonderful promise. And, and, and that's the great thing about scripture too. When we're in a difficult spot, we have a resource which is filled with promises. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, you, you might not, you know, know your Bible that well that you can, Put your hand to the to the promises. I would have to have help to find all of them. Some of them I know off the top of my head, but but many not. Mm. You know, but that's where you know we can use the modern technology for good, and we can maybe Google Bible promises, and we can then go to our Bible and go directly to to those promises, those Absolutely. things that will that will give us help. 
Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to just acknowledge uh, right now s- some of our um, supporters, you know, because this program is also possible because of uh, help of generous people and organizations. And here it's a little bit of uh, uh, ad and we'll, we'll be back in, in just a couple of moments. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Adventist World Radio does a, a great job and we have a partnership with them and we praise God for that. Now I have in my hand still that book which um, we are going to offer to you today and it's called Advent by Nathan Brown. You can have this book if you send us a text message on 0488880811 with the code SA29. Please make sure that SA29 stays, stays together, no space, because then um, our friendly um, bot may have some uh, issues with that. But just again, uh, Tracy, I, I want to just read a couple of um, lines here in this book. Uh, Nathan says that despite its many distractions and diversions, and we could each add to to this list from our own experience and holiday aggravations, um, that Christmas continued to have some meaning is a testimony to the grand miracle at its core. And this is what I like here. The miracle can be summed up in a single word, and that is incarnation. You know, God took this uh, body, human body, to come down here on this earth, to live like one of us, and to show the way. And he said, I am the way, I am, I am the uh, truth, truth and, the life. and the life, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is what I would like to see, the meaning of Christmas in our hearts as we um, commemorate uh, these days. And many Christians, as I said, uh, particularly myself coming from a different background uh, as a Seventh-day Adventist in Romania, we are not, uh, you know, making a big fuss. We are very few in that area, you know, uh, particularly when I came to faith. Um, and uh, But we were reading the Bible. We were um, doing some nice things, you know, to people. We were concentrating on uh, on those things rather than the busyness of life because everyone in town or in the village there are so busy with the, the shopping list and all those things we are not uh, necessarily doing that mm. and i love that i actually I remember that but if, do you, did you have a before and after kind of I experience did, well, i did i did yeah. yeah i did that's what i'm saying but mm. uh, i'm talking now as um, when i become an uh, you know a, a born again mm. uh, Christian and to it say does so. it changes mm. it changes completely how you begin to view the season absolutely absolutely yeah God become human you know that's amazing even to think of that uh, when you think it's the king of the universe mm. and he didn't even become human as an adult mm. he allowed himself to come down as a baby he allowed himself to be born of a human woman obviously a very righteous woman 
but you know allowed himself to be a defenseless child in a in a poor family absolutely yeah. and i i just read the, um, the other day about jesus uh, how he grew up you know with all the expectations with all the responsibility mm. i will say mm. uh, as a child and as a growing up uh, man doing his duties yes. submitting Uh, to the parents, uh, to all the things, uh, that's amazing. You, as you just said, I mean, God could come just as a mature to show us a few things what to do, and now He put Himself in our shoes mm, because He He wanted to show us that we can do it. Mm, because mm. too many times we are uh, discouraged yeah. about ourselves and our deeds, but you can do it. And today it's a new opportunity. Mm. It's another opportunity today to give your life to Jesus fully, to surrender to Jesus, to claim his promises, but to claim that amazing gift yes. which God gave us, Jesus. And as people are talking more about this uh, season, make a deliberate choice. Be intentional mm. and uh, choose Jesus today. Do you have something else uh, To share with us, Tracy? Yeah, I just want to continue on with, with, with the wonderful promises that, that, that we have in the word, you know. Um, I like this one too, Deuteronomy 31.8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And how many times actually you think back, Nick, in passages in the Bible, you know, Do not be afraid, do not be afraid, do not be afraid is, is, is there often. And I think about these uncertain times that we're living in right now, that with all the talk about, you know, the, the state of the planet, and even those who, who are not religious, you know, have a feeling that we're kind of hurtling towards, towards the end. And there is fear that people who, um, Are not believers. There, are, there is, there is fear in in them as to what is is in store for for humankind going forward. Actually, I actually um, remember I've heard um, cited on another radio program where they've talked spoken about um, uh, surveys done with with children mm -hmm. these days, and many of them have a high level of anxiety about the future and often um, older teenagers have a high level of anxiety about the future because there's so much talk about, you know, the planet's in, in trouble, mm -hmm. um, you know, where we're going to be, you know, everything's going to be heated up, all of this kind of thing. Um, and I'm not dismissing any, any of that, but what I am saying is as a Christian, you know that God knew this was going to happen. And he, he is managing the situation and we don't need to fear. Yes, do everything you can to do the right thing, but do not fear. If you have your life surrendered to him, um, you are uh, seeking out his word, seeking to live according to the counsel found in his word, then you will have that peace in your heart. You will have that rest. Um, So that's, I really think that peace, that rest is an incredible gift that I don't believe you can get anywhere else except from a converted experience. Yeah, 
Yeah. And we're talking particularly today, uh, Tracy, about gifts and an amazing gift God gave us and how we can learn also to to do gifts differently. And I like, yes. as you mentioned a bit earlier, um, that you're thinking, how can you give a gift to God? Mm. Is that possible? Mm. Because it seems like, uh, you know, not realistic or not possible. But yes, I, I, that was a wonderful thought. I just want to... Uh, mention to to our listener uh, you may miss some of, of the programs during this uh, week particularly uh, about this season uh, the birth of Jesus and we talked about uh, the first program we talked about why so much fuss and then we look at uh, another question why is Jesus better than Santa even though probably uh, Santa is more popular than Jesus uh, these days even in Christendom, who knows, even through songs and uh, stuff like that. Um, is a virgin birth possible? And is the Christmas story still relevant today? You see, these are some of the questions we asked during, uh, during the week. And if you miss some of the programs, I encourage you to go back to our website, uh, faithfm.com.au, or even better, uh, download the uh, Faith FM app if you haven't done it yet. I believe uh, uh, as a faithful listener, you have that one. And I came across many, many of our listeners, uh, Tracy, who said, oh, yeah, I, I listen to the app. And that's great. You know, it's mm. a, a good way because if you're driving or if you listen on the radio, sometimes may be a bit scratchy, you know, because of the situation. But if you have the app, clear like a crystal you know you can listen anywhere and anytime and download that uh, faith fm app faith fm australia make sure that's faith fm australia because i think it can take you to another faith fm uh, uh, united states or something like that mm, and i think also too you know we plan these programs so that there is a overall theme for the mm, week mm. and then uh, we have a sub theme if you like for for each day and sometimes it's good to actually you know get a go back and listen to all of all of the the programs, the programs for the yeah. week to get a real overall picture. And as you mentioned that we're talking about this is the theme, you know, uh, God keeps His promises mm. as He kept uh, His promises uh, all times. You know, uh, in the Bible they spoke a lot about the Messiah, Jesus coming, and um, Jesus, uh, God fulfilled that promise, and mm. many other promises are still to be fulfilled. Tracy, just before we are uh, concluding, let's listen to another short uh, song uh, right now. And this is by uh, Billy Ray and the glory of the Lord. Please uh, stay with us on Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. Oh, yeah. 
Wonderful, wonderful. We are on the drive time Q&A, Q&A with Nick Rita and Tracy Papandreou uh, talking about uh, how many more gifts. Tracy, do you have another promise just maybe to conclude? Yes. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So that's from Psalm 37, 23 to 24. You know, how... um reassuring are all these promises i can know when i read that even if i stumble and i fall i i don't need to be concerned because god's got my back he's in control even though sometimes it might not seem that way he has the big picture and and we only see you know the the minutia the 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 fine details of of our lives where he sees the the beginning from from the end and and he's working a masterpiece of mm. our, of our of our lives there's a there's a song that i quite like by a christian singer and she talks about the tapestry that god is 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 making of mm. our lives you know so so yeah i i just um i just want to encourage people this year to be a bit more deliberate than you may have been last year. Yes. About bringing Christ into your experience of of Christmas and be bold and and tell people about, you know, the the special things you do with with Christ or how you bring Christ into your life. Now you might get some funny expressions given back at you, but you've planted that seed in another person's life to Wonderful. help them to know that it's not all about Santa Claus and gifts. Yes. You Wonderful. Know. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you for sharing today. And I'll encourage you, uh, listener, to join us again next time because we are going to talk about uh, the new year resolutions. Uh, are they more than an impossible dream? And uh, you'll enjoy um, that um, those presentations during the week. Until then, may God bless you. Have a wonderful time on this season and uh, think positively of your life and your relationship with God and Jesus. May God richly bless you. I'm leaving you with this uh, beautiful uh, song, uh, Joy to the World.